So the second daily devotional video that I released on the 7th Friday uh, has gotten some uh, has gotten one comment in the uh, on the YouTube side and it was from my son and he said thank you um, so I'm going to tell you something that strikes a nerve with me I'm not saying that I'm a prophet. I don't know if I am a prophet or not. Let me. Am I? Am, is my sound coming up? Because I want to make sure that people can hear me. Uh, right, right now, I'm not recording for uh, TikTok because I wouldn't be able to record for TikTok and do 10 minutes. Um, 
but I want I, I want people to know that I was told I was not a prophet by my mother. So, and I and I'm not saying that I am a prophet, but my mom's idea of a modern prophet has been engraved by um, the modern church. A modern prophet to her wears a three-piece suit and a tie and stands at a pulpit every Sunday. Sunday, not Saturday, which is the day of worship and, and, and the day of rest. Remember that. And he lugs around his holy Bible. And he makes himself out to be perfect and sinless. And he follows in the way of Jesus, their Messiah. This pagan made up God from the Roman Catholic Church. I, on the other hand, have a question. Does that mean that the apostles... And the disciples were not, as well, prophets after Jesus left? Or did they immediately decide, Oh! Yeshua HaMashiach has died on the cross, come back to life, and now we must go spread his word. So everybody, let's go out and buy a three-piece suit and a tie, walk around and get a pulpit and stand in front of it and preach. No. They were commoners. The, the only, only one that could actually probably afford that was Paul. He was, he was a Roman uh, he was a Roman socialite. He was a half-breed. He was part Jewish and part part Roman. Part Greek. So, so you got Paul there, they could afford that. Did he do that? No. Let's, let, me, let me guess. When people went to get baptized by John the Baptist, he was standing there in a three-piece suit and the, the tie, and he said, Come, I have to preach about the one who is to come. And I must baptize you in water. Oh, wait. There's the chosen one. Yeshua. Hamisha. Hamisha. Sorry. And Jesus came out and he was strutting his three piece and his suit and his tie. He went to preach the Sermon of the Mount in a three-piece and a suit and a tie. He was a prophet. John the Baptist, they don't, don't, don't let the Bible lie to you. That man ate cheeseburgers and steaks and french fries and potatoes. He didn't go and leave society and eat bugs and wore rags as clothes. No, because he was a prophet. In his three-piece suit and his tie.
Uh, wrong. Sorry. That's not what a prophet is. A prophet wouldn't care about those things. A prophet is going to come to you any way he knows how. Any way he's instructed. You can't tell me I'm not a prophet because I don't stand there at a podium every Sunday, which is not the Sabbath, the day of worship. That is Saturday. And I don't, I don't have my three-piece suit and tie. And I don't conform to modern-day prophetism. A, a prophet is, is uh, not Karen Wheaton with her multi-billion dollar corporate church. Which, by the way, Yeshua Hamishah says to stay away from the corporate church in the Bible. You don't follow the wolves into the slaughter. <coughs> and that's what you do when you follow these <coughs> million dollar preachers on TV. Follow, you should follow the ones who make no money off of what they teach, but they're proud to do it. Yes, on YouTube and Twitch uh, and uh, Facebook, I have a thing up here. That says for donations. Do you want to know how many donations I've made? Zilch. That is just giving you a way to donate to me if you enjoy my material. And you can afford it. However, the word of God, Yahweh, is free. I don't expect to make a profit off of this. I'm doing it. Because I'm instructed to. For you. I was instructed. By Yahweh. To preach. And to tell the true word of God. To his people. So that his people. May know exactly who he is. Because I'm telling you what. When the two eyewitnesses come. And they, and they are asked. Who is the Messiah? And they say Yahshua HaMashiach better known in English as Joshua the Messiah? The Christians here are going to be like and pardon my French but they're going to be like Who the fuck is Joshua? Well done. Dumbasses. Lucifer has deceived you for almost 2,000 years. Well, no, no, sorry. The English translation was written around 1611. So, uh, almost 500 years you've been deceived. But it's okay. Because I'm not a prophet. 
because I don't conform to the Sunday school church pastor that stands up there at a pulpit and wears a three-piece um, suit with tie. Did you know that this Bible here says that women cannot be preachers, yet we can't, yet they can be teachers? Don't worry, I'm not a, I'm not a prophet because I don't have the Joel Osteen suit and tie and walk around and tell you that your Messiah is a happy Messiah and that he wants you to, to be happy. That's all he wants is for you to be happy. Don't care about the evils in the world. Just ignore that. People will give Joel Osteen millions of dollars. Billions of dollars. Because he preaches happy Jesus. I preach the actual Messiah. Yahshua. But don't worry guys. I'm not a prophet. We don't have to worry about that stuff. When, when the Messiah, not the Christ or the Christo, because Zeus's father was obviously not rising from the dead. When, when the Messiah comes back, and people are confused as to why he's going to say, be away from me, for you never knew me. And I never knew you. We're going to be like, well, wait, I went to church every day and I prayed to you, Jesus. And it'll be like, Jesus himself will be like, who the hell is that? My name is Yeshua. I don't know this Jesus. Show me Jesus. And they're going to be confused. They're going to wonder why. Oh, wait, the Bible does give uh, some hope to those who have called him Jesus all of their life, who didn't know any better. It does. But you know, what's, you know what's funny is people know better. And they won't take the time to Google it. Or, or look it up. They'll just tell people like me. Who says, oh wait, wait, wait. For the last 500 years we've called him Jesus. And his name is not Jesus. They, they'll just sit there and say, oh well you, you guys are speaking blasphemous. Blasphemy! You know what? They told, <coughs> they told Yeshua. That he was blasphemous. And they took him and strung him out on a cross. Why was he blasphemous? Well. He did break a Jewish law. He admits that. In his Bible. He went out and performed miracles. On the Sabbath. And the Roman, Pontius Pilate, he was sitting there and they brought him and said, Hey, this man needs to be crucified. He's broken Jewish customs. And, <coughs> and Pontius Pilate said, Okay. 
and the 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 fair seats, the ones that brought charges against Yeshua, they looked at Pontius Pilate and they said he was performing miracles on the Sabbath. Pontius Pilate said, oh, "Wait, no, wait." Is that not your your Messiah? Your your chosen one? The one who's, who has come? And they were like, "No, the Messiah would not come and perform miracles and uh, and do all that. It would declare he he will help us win a war against the Romans." This is just a man who make believes. And you know what's funny is Pontius Pilate's wife told him that they were going to bring the chosen son of God before him she said to him do not crucify this man for he is God in the flesh Pontius Pilate's wife had heard Yahshua preaching And listened to his message. And warned her husband the night before. And Pontius Pilate said to her, Do you believe that he is God and his father is the son? That there is only one God? And she said, I truly believe. I have accepted this man as the savior of mankind. And Pontius Pilate, being a faithful man of his word and taking his wife's opinion into very consideration, into considerable consideration, Went before the Jews who wanted Yahshua hung up on that cross. Not Jesus. Because Jesus is a false god. Created by the Romans. And by the Catholics. And uh, the it's funny because I have video where popes admit that. Jesus was the deception. So. And I'm not talking about just like priests and, and cardinals. I'm talking about popes. Where where I've got I've got one pope that says, oh well the name Yeshua is the name of the Messiah and nowhere in our uh, Greek um, language is there a direct translation for Yeshua. Hamisha. So we used uh, Christo which is the father of Zeus. And then we used the name 
一種はあ一種は一種イズイズス I keep saying イシュ I'm trying to make it now sound like There we go, folks. Jesus, uh, um, because you don't say uh, Jesus, because there was no J at the time. But Jesus, which means Hell Zeus, So, just remember that. Don't worry, guys. And I mean this with the most utmost sarcasm ever. You're not a prophet. Because like the disciples and the apostles and all these pastors out here, you're not wearing a three-piece suit with a tie every Sunday and preaching the word of God at the pulpit. You know the apostles and the disciples and Jesus himself and John the Baptist. They all did that. That's why the church does it now. Forever and ever. That is some BS. Forever. Now, let's get on with this. Alexa. Ten minute timer. Ten minutes. Starting now. Excuse me. Ladies and gentlemen. Chapter six. Life is a temporary assignment. Yahweh, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered and that my life is fleeing away. Psalms 33 or Psalms 394 NLT. I am here on earth for just a little while. Psalms 119:19 TEV. Life on earth is a temporary assignment. The Bible is full of metaphors that teach us uh, about the brief temporary transcend nature of life on earth. Life is described as a mist, a fast runner, a breath, a wisp of smoke. The Bible says we were born but yesterday our days on earth 
our transit as a shadow. To make the best use of our life, you must never forget two truths. First, compare, first compared to eternity, life is extremely brief. Second, Earth is only a temporary residence. You won't be here long, so don't get too attached. Ask Yahweh to help you see life on earth as he does. David prayed, Yahweh, help me to realize how brief my time on earth will be. Help me to know that I am here for but a moment more. Repeatedly, the Bible compares life on earth to temporary living in a foreign country. This is not your permanent home or your final destination. You are just passing through, just visiting earth. The Bible uses terms like alien, pilgrim, foreigner, stranger, visitor, and traveler to describe our brief stay on earth. David said, Am I but a foreigner on this earth? And Peter explained, If you call God, Oh, no, actually it says, If you called Yahweh your father, Live your time as temporary residents on earth. In California, where I live, Many people have moved from other parts of the world to work here. But they keep their citizenship with their home country. They are required to carry a visitor's registration called, uh, card called a green card, which allows them to work here even though they aren't citizens. Christians should carry spiritual green cards to remind us that our citizenship is in heaven. Yahweh says his children are to think differently about life from the way unbelievers do. All they think about is this life here on earth. But we are citizens of heaven where Yahweh and Yeshua HaMashiach lives. Real believers understand that they're is far more than life far more to life than just a few years we live on this planet your identity is eternity and your homeland is heaven when you grasp this truth you will stop worrying about having it all on earth God is very blunt about the danger of living for the here and now and adapting values priorities and lifestyles of the world around us when we flirt with the temptations of this world God calls it spiritual adultery the Bible says you are cheating 
on Yahweh if you want, if all you want is your own way. Flirting with the world, every chance you get, you end up enemies of Yahweh and his way. Imagine if you were asked to be your Imagine if you were asked by your country to be an ambassador to an enemy nation. You would probably have to learn a new language and adapt to some customs and culture differences in order to be polite and accomplish your mission. As an ambassador, you would not be able to isolate yourself from the enemy. To fulfill your mission, you would have to have contact and relate to them. But suppose you become so comfortable with this foreign country that you fall in love with it, preferring it to your homeland. Your loyalty and commitment would change. Your role as an ambassador would be compromised. Instead of representing your home country, you would start acting like the enemy. You'd be a traitor. The Bible says we are Yeshua Hamishah's ambassadors. Sadly, many Christians have portrayed their king and his kingdom. They have foolishly concluded that because they live on earth, it is their home. It is not. The Bible is clear. Friends, this world is not your home, so don't make yourselves cozy in it. Don't enjoy, don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. God warns us to not get too attached to what's around us because it is temporary. We're told those in frequent, con in frequent contact with the things of this world should make good use of them without becoming attached to them. For this world and all its contents will pass away. Including the roach that is, yeah, I've told you guys that my mom had roaches, <coughs> and now they've, uh, she started spraying, she was infested. She's still infested, they still got, I, I wish the bug man would come out, like, twice a week instead of once a month, but it's bad. So, now I've got a baby roach that's been crawling across my keyboard, anyway. Um, and with that, we're going to start here tomorrow. I will actually mark it this time.
Alexa, cancel 10 minute timer. 10 minute timer canceled. Uh, to those of you on TikTok, go back and watch the feed on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Um, because I gave a rant and I feel like I need to share that with you. So, um, to everyone, Ye Yeshua loves you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.